on the 23rd of August 1939, the world shook at the announcement that a treaty had been signed between two powers. Two powers that nobody imagined in a million years would have anything to do with each other. I'm referring, of course, to the Nazi-Soviet Pact, one of the final events before the outbreak of the Second World War, and according to some people, one of the major reasons for the outbreak of the Second World War. Understanding how and why the Nazi-Soviet Pact happened is quite complicated, but I'm lucky that today I've been joined by someone who can give us a very in-depth, personal view of why this happened. I'm joined by the Chancellor of Germany, Adolf Hitler. Guten Tag. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your busy schedule being dead to come and answer a few questions. This is no problem. No. I am fine, thank you. Oh, that's good. You're keeping well, then. Yeah. Um, if you could just talk to us a little bit, because I, I was always under the impression that you were not a fan of communism. No. Communism is, without a doubt, the worst possible way to run a country. It yes. is completely contrary to my personal beliefs. Uh-huh. However, sometimes... You have to make friends with your worst enemies. I see. And so, what was it in the summer of 1939 that you were hoping... Well, first off, I suppose, was it you that did the, the groundwork here, that did the talking to the... Well, the, the most of the work was done by my men. Uh, the, the pact is often called the von Ribbentrop Pact. Right. Um, with this, uh, the the Molotov is it Molotov? It was his name, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, I believe it was. We can we can always ask our next guest. Yeah. Um, but uh, the the aim behind the pact was to really secure our eastern borders in the event of a possible war. You see. And were you uh, in the summer of nineteen thirty nine? Were you expecting a war? Uh, I. Well, on the one hand, I think that the English and the French have shown themselves to be cowardly maggots. Uh-huh. However, my ambition might necessitate a war. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm curious, because your, your intentions had always been to move towards the East. Yeah. So, when you sign this deal with the Soviets, is, is your intention long-term to honour this deal? Well, uh, very much... Uh, the idea behind this deal is to buy some time mm-hmm. because one of my ultimate goals, as you know, is to destroy communism. Mm-hmm. So this agreement is not intended to be a long-term arrangement. I see. So we're looking at something here like the non-aggression pact that you signed with Poland, which you then repudiated uh, ten years later. Um, yeah, but of course uh, the, uh, the, the Russians wouldn't have any idea that we were going to go back on our word. Um, I'm not sure if Stalin was aware of my true intentions, mm-hmm. but that wasn't really the point at the time. This was uh, an agreement that was made to enable me to carry out my plans. I see. Now, the the content of the agreement is basically in two parts. There's the public part, mm-hmm. and then there's the secret part. And the public part is to do with trade, uh, to do with resources and things like that. How important was that to you in terms of this policy? Well, on the one hand, it was very important to be able to secure the resources and the trading agreements to enable us to build up our strengths. However, um, you have to understand that there was a much bigger plan for the German people and um, the acquisition of resources, uh, trading agreements... 
they were really only the public face. Mm -hmm. There was a much more important and, of course, a secret part of this plan. Right. And so would you like to talk us through what the, the secret part of that plan was from your point of view? Of course. Um, the whole point of the plan, there were really several aims. The first, as I have already mentioned, was in the event of war, we did not want the USSR to become allies mm -hmm. with the British and the French. And we wanted to avoid the situation of being encircled as we were at the start of the Great War. Mm -hmm. Indeed. However, much more importantly, we wanted to recover the land lost under the Treaty of Versailles. Mm -hmm. The Polish corridor is Germany. Mm -hmm. Danzig is Germany. Mm -hmm. It would also allow us to acquire Lebensraum in Poland. So the secret part of the agreement was to invade Poland, divide it between us and the Russians. Mm -hmm. And this way, my plan of a greater Germany would be accomplished. Mm. And then I assume that over time your intention is that you would take that other half of Poland as you moved against Russia. Of course. When we finally would launch the attack on Russia, they would not be expecting it. Because as far as they are concerned, we have made an agreement of non-aggression. Mm -hmm. I see. I think that covers more or less everything. Is there anything else you'd like to say about why you signed the Nazi-Soviet pact? Uh, no, I think we've covered it all. The major uh, aims were to ensure we could recover the land that we lost under the treaty, the unjust treaty, and to acquire the Lebensraum in Poland and prepare for the ultimate invasion and defeat of communism. Oh, thank you very much. That's okay. And now uh, I will turn over to uh, my colleague um, who will introduce the next guest. Uh, good afternoon. I have the pleasure of being joined by the other half of this Nazi-Soviet pact, uh, Mr. Joseph Stalin. Um, Hello. Mr. Stalin, Do would you like to explain for our listeners the whole reason for your signing of this rather unlikely agreement between yourselves and your sworn enemy, the Nazis. It is quite simple. When you look at the realities of the situation, I do not want to ally with the Nazi imperialist fascist scum, but I am left with very little choice. At the end of the day, all of the imperialist powers of the West are arrayed against Mother Russia, against the glorious socialist revolution. They are pushing the Nazis towards us. In early 1939, I uh, invite the Lord Halifax, the British Foreign Secretary, to come and talk to me and come up with a plan to deal. He instead sends some... Stupid little man, you know, this uh, Reginald Ranfurly Plunkett Earn Earl Drax, which is a ridiculous name. Why send a man with a ridiculous name like that to talk to me? And he is sent on a slow boat. He is sent with no ability to make uh, agreements with me. Every time we have conversation, he has to talk back to London and get... It, it, it's stupid. They're messing me about. I'm not happy with this. And so, I look elsewhere. Um, but what has given you the impression, though, that the British and the French are not trustworthy allies? I mean, you've already said that the Nazis are your, your sworn mm -hmm. enemy. They mm -hmm. are the, the scum of the earth. Yes, yes. So why would you 
join with them and not the British oh, and the French? This is fair question. My answer to you is simple. Czechoslovakia trusted Britain and France. What happened to them? They get done over. Everybody trusts Britain and France. What happens to them? They get done over. Abyssinia. Everybody during the 1930s who trusts Britain and France get done over. So I have no intention that Mother Russia be next. Okay. I have no intention that Joseph Stalin be next. And that makes perfect sense, I suppose. So the British and the French have constantly disappointed not Everybody. just you, but well. Yeah. Okay, right. So, okay, so I understand your reasons for. Um, for not wanting to be friends with Britain and France. They're clearly no. some uh, countries you don't trust. Hmm. But could you expand maybe a little bit on, on what you hope to achieve then from signing this pact with oh, the Nazis? Absolutely. Uh, there are a number of things I want to get out of this. Um, there are some things I wish to avoid, and there are some things I wish to gain. First, if I sign any kind of an agreement with Britain in the event that the fascist German scum invade Poland, who is going to have to do the fighting? It is going to have to be Russia. Mm. Britain cannot get its troops there. So, in that sense, I am being set up to fight a war on behalf of Britain. I do not like this. I want no part of this. So I wish to avoid this. Secondly, I would say this to you. By buying off the Germans, by pretending to be friends, I gain time. Time to prepare. We have been busy in Russia with collectivization. We have been busy with industrialization. We are not quite at the point where we are ready to build an army, ready to take on a modern military machine. We need time. We need time. We gain time by making this deal with Germany. Not only that, there is always the possibility. Let's think in these terms. If we become Germany's shopkeeper... What kind of a madman attacks their main source of oil and grain? You know? Hmm. So do you trust the Germans to stick to Good this God, agreement? no. In the name of Lenin, not, not even slightly. <laughs> no, they are not to be trusted either. They are uh, imperialists exactly like the rest of them. Fascism is the ultimate outgrowth of capitalism. And therefore, they are merely tools being used by everybody else. They will come after us sooner or later. All I am hoping is that we can hold them off for long enough to be ready. And also, eventually, the teachings of Marx and Lenin tell us that capitalist countries will turn against each other. And so, if we can buy some time, eventually, Germany is going to turn against Britain and France. Well, thank you very much uh, for joining us, Mr. Stalin. Um, I think you've, you've clearly explained your motives for joining into this agreement with the Nazis. But I, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Just that, before we conclude. This is, this is very important. In the uh, secret annexes to the agreement, not only do we agree to carve Poland in half, but also there is an agreement that Soviet sphere of influence mm. is left. I have my eyes on Finland. I like Finland. Finland's nice, lovely place, good people. I want to go there. I want to take it. I cannot do this if I am worried about Germany. So this agreement that Russia will have full sway in the Balkans and in the Arctic means that I can start pushing my attention up there. And of course, indeed, as you know, as will come later, that is where we will attack. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your input. Da. And now we shall have you taken out and shot. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes, well, thank you very much. <laughs> da, take him away, Biera. No. <laughs> thank you very much for listening. Good luck with your exams. <laughs>